Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, as we continue through the story of the Bible, we're going to be looking at Numbers chapter number 14. In Numbers 14, Israel has arrived at the Promised Land at the Jordan River, and so they are on one side of the Jordan River looking across at the Promised Land. Instead of going directly in, they send in 12 spies to check out the land and check out the situation and see what everything's like. And after 40 days, the 12 spies return, but they have drastically different reports about the land. Ten of the spies spend their entire time talking about how big the enemy is and how large their forces are and how impossible it will be for Israel to defeat them. And then there's the other two spies, Caleb and Joshua. And these men, they talk about the size of the enemy. They talk about the size of the the crops that are in the land, and they talk about how hard it may be, but they spend more time focusing on God. And their opinion is, yes, the enemy's big, but God is bigger. And so Caleb and Joshua try to convince the nation of Israel to have faith in the God who has delivered them from slavery, who has provided for them in the wilderness, who has protected them when they've had problems and faced enemies, and trust God to go in and fight for them just like God promised. But Israel doesn't listen. They listen to the ten spies, and they have no faith to go in and try to conquer the promised land. Look what the Bible says in verse 1. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in the wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be prey? Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? They have such little faith in God to do what He has promised to do, that they spend the whole night murmuring and complaining and crying and saying, you know what, God just brought us out here to have us die uh, in battle and our women will be uh, widows and our children will be orphans. It is better for us to return to Egypt. It is better to return to slavery than trust God to keep His word. This is just amazing to me because they've seen God keep His word for the last two years. They saw God keep His word when He delivered them out by the plagues. They saw God keep His word as He destroyed the Egyptian army in the Red Sea. They saw God keep His word by giving them food and water every single day. They have seen the presence of God with them. They've seen the power of God evident. And still, they don't have enough faith to cross the Jordan River and allow God to fight for them. Now, of course, God is furious about their disobedience and their lack of faith and He tells Moses he's going to destroy them. Look what he says in verse 11. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me, and how long will it be before they believe me? For all the signs which I have showed among them, I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them, and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. So God says, you know what? I'm I'm done with the complaining. I'm done with the lack of faith. I've done everything I can to prove my power, to prove my faithfulness, to prove that I'm going to keep my word to these people, and they still don't believe me, so I'm going to get rid of them and just start over with Moses and Caleb and Joshua. But Moses intervenes. Moses stands before God and says, you're, you're totally justified in doing this, 
but you're a God of mercy, you're a God of grace, and if you did this, then the Israelites and the Canaanites would hear about it, and they would know uh, what you had done, and they would just say that you weren't strong enough to bring them in, and so you would hurt your name. And so God passes another judgment on the nation of Israel. So God tells Moses to get the people of Israel together and to tell them what his decision is. And his decision is, is pretty harsh. He says that because of their lack of faith, because of their refusal to believe him and trust him, that everyone 20 years old and over will die in the wilderness. He, he says that the entire nation will wander around in the wilderness until everyone 20 years old and older, older is dead, and then the younger generation will claim the promised land. But he does give an exception. He says everyone that is 20 years old and over will die in the wilderness and will never see the promised land and will never see the fulfillment of the Abrahamic promise except Joshua and Caleb because they believed me. Because they trusted me. The Bible says that he, he allowed them to go in because they had a different spirit, a different heart. They had a heart that, yeah, they saw the giants. They saw the size of the Canaanite armies. They saw the, the forces that they were going to face. But they weren't focused on the problems. They were focused on God who had promised to give them that land, and they believed God would keep his word. So because they had a different spirit about them, Joshua and Caleb are the only two people in the older generation that came out of Egypt that are allowed to ever go into the promised land. Following God and believing God and trusting God isn't always easy. It wasn't easy for Joshua and Caleb to see the size of the army they were facing and trust God to deliver them, but they did it anyway. Because they weren't looking at the problem ahead of them, they were looking at the God with them. When we are like Israel and we allow our fear to take over and overshadow our faith, we're never going to see the full joy that God has for us and we're never going to see the fulfillment of God's will for us. Matter of fact, Israel, at the end of this chapter, they tried to go ahead and fight the Canaanites anyway and claim the land for themselves, but God said, you can do it, but I'm not with you. So they go into battle, and they're defeated. And they are condemned to wander the wilderness for 40 years, never seeing the fulfillment of God's will. Here's what Numbers 11 is telling us. We cannot force God's will. We either fully obey we miss the blessings of God. Let us be a people who, even when it seems hard, even when it seems impossible, even when it doesn't make sense, we trust God and follow God and walk with God. Thanks for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to tune in on Monday as we continue through the story of the Bible. I hope everyone has a great weekend and has a wonderful time Sunday worshiping God with your local church family. Have a blessed day.